1: Do I sound okay?
0: You sound lovely, sir. Oh, thank you. Right here we go, darling. That yep. feel good!
2: Hello there. I'm
1: an important British actor. You're listening to the Beer Review Journal on the Lunchador Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Knotts and McKinneth Blue. Enjoy! Baby. Hello everybody and welcome to the Beer Reviewed Journal, a beer podcast for the discerning imbibist. I'm your friendly neighborhood bartender, McKenneth Blue. And I'm the guy who's got his dirndl strapped up a little too tight. I'm Matt Knotts. Matt Knotts, how we doing this evening?
0: I am wunderbar. <laughs>
1: That is great to hear, sir. I mean, uh, you know, especially considering that, you know, you and I, uh, we, we kind of, we did a bad this time, completely forgot uh, to get beer. That's true. This Um, is going to
0: be a difficult show to do.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I guess I could go downstairs and see what I've got in the fridge uh, if if you wanted to, you you know, do
0: yeah. Do you mind? i we can go dig around a little bit. Everybody, talk amongst yourselves, and and we'll be back in a minute.
1: Well, well, here's what we'll do. I'll I'll, I'll go look in my fridge, and and you can vamp, and okay. um, then you, I'll come back and vamp, and you can look in your fridge.
0: Oh, that sounds good. We we don't want to just leave them by themselves for a while.
1: No, I mean, I we've we've let left them to twist in the wind for a couple weeks now, and you know probably don't want to, you know, uh. Be the the latchkey kid parents, right? Make, um, make them
0: evaluate their choices for
1: longer, <laughs> right? So yeah, w- let me uh, let me go see what I've got, and uh, I'll be right back. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. All right. cool. So I'm just so, going to wh- put my he headphones down, and I'm okay. I'm walking away now.
0: All right. There he goes. There. there he goes. He's he's leaving. Oh, those are cool get shorts. So McKenneth is headed to the fridge, and and here I am. Uh, Just talking to you about, this is the Beer Review Journal, a a podcast about beer for the discerning imbibist, I guess is what he says. Um, And we're just going to talk about, uh, I guess, whatever kind of beer we find in the fridge today. We're just going to kind of do a a dunk in there. I think I've got some NAs from when my father-in-law was in in town, so we can check that out. Um, Uh, Hello? Uh,
2: Are you you receiving me? uh, Hi, who, who is this? Uh, uh, hello. Yes. Uh, m- my name is uh, Dieter Dieter Flöleborgenstein. Hi, you, I, Dieter. Dieter, what happened to McInnes? Uh He does not know that I am here. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I am big fan. I am from Dusseldorf, oh. and uh, we think you are just a plus there. And. Well, uh, Thank
0: you. I, I appreciate it. did you catch check us out? Did you find us on Alexa? Is that what happened? We, we've had a lot of weird Alexa stuff
2: happening. Yes, I am all of the Alexas. I listened to you 400 times in the past month.
0: <laughs> well we appreciate it. Thank you for uh, for using your, your
2: smart appliance poorly. Uh, no, it is most enjoyable um, but uh, listen, the reason okay. that I have come here is because I, I bring I am bring gifts of oh, gear. We love beer gifts. We love beer gifts. I know. What'd you bring along there, Dieter? Well, because it is October, I I am bringing you a bunch of the Oktoberfest beers. And if you look under your chair, you will find I have already been to your house. That, this is. This is creepy this, this
0: is disconcerting but it is it looks like we do have some lovely beers here I, I don't know how I missed the the ammunition case full of beer underneath my chair that's weird
2: I know I borrowed that from my uncle uh, Fritz I was in the hemisphere I was in the hemisphere. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 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 uh you're gonna have to clip uh, that. No. Nope. <laughs> uh, 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 I-, I was in the hemisphere visiting <laughs> right back to it, oh <laughs> dear. visiting my uncle Fritz. He moved to Argentina after the war. Oh, which war? Uh, the second one. Oh, okay. What, what do you do there? Oh, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. You know, it's actually very similar to what I do for work. I work in a brewery. Oh yeah, Wh- which brewery? Um, it does not translate very well into the uh, the English tongue.
0: Oh, okay. What, what what do you what do you specialize in in that brewery what, what, what's your
2: I, I select the most uh <laughs> jesus christ don't yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh you know uh little of this a little love that <sighs> teeter, hey, thank you so much for bringing us beer hey uh, okay uh, maybe i see you again another time that that would be great did, did what did you do with mckenneth is uh, he okay you know he um, he may wake up with some bruises Oh, that's fair. I, he deserves that. Okay, so. Matthew. I see you later. Goodbye. Nice to
0: meet you, Dieter. Take care.
2: It was wonderful to see you and now I go back to Germany and Dusseldorf on the have, have a safe flight. Please
0: please stay out of my house.
2: Home, okay.
0: So that was that was Dieter who came and I, I guess in the dark of night delivered beer to our houses in a weird Somewhat Christmas-like, but really kind of like Marathon Man situation. I don't really know what what to think about. Did, hey, did you run into a a, a weird little guy? He kind of balding, long gray hair, no. small, no, very small,
1: no, no. Did wait, where the where did this beer come from? That's that's
0: what I wanted to ask you about. This so there was this little dude. His name was Dieter from Dusseldorf. Oh, okay. And, and he he left you beer when you went to the refrigerator. And he left me beer underneath my chair in my office.
2: So like beer he, Santa Claus?
0: Yeah, he was in my house and nobody knew it, which I appreciate beer, but that's just fucking creepy. It's upsetting. Yeah. So I'm, I don't know if I should drink it or not.
1: Yeah, I'm and I don't know. I mean, it just seems like the...
0: I'm going to, but probably yeah, my better judgment.
1: I mean, well, you might have wanted to wait until I died or not. Uh, we're partners. This is true. Um, so <laughs> so I guess we are doing an Oktoberfest uh Show after all,
0: hooray! What, it's what did, it's what an Oktoberfest miracle.
1: What did <laughs> what did Dieter start us off with here, Matt? I mean, I came in and it was already poured. It's a uh, a German brewery. Wait, how did he get into my phone? He's already taken the picture. I'm going to post on Instagram later at McKenneth Blue and at Beer Reviewed Journal. Uh,
0: he also said, "Don't don't maybe maybe use a different toothbrush tonight." Mm. Anyway, so it's a German brewery that he was very excited about. It's called Genesee, um, and it's their Octoberfest. Uh, the, their sister brewery is actually here in Rochester, Genesee. Oh, um,
1: okay. And it's it's this year's Oktoberfest. Yeah, I don't I don't think I've had any Genesee before. No. Any Genesee beers at all? No, it's true. We we. We, we have a hard
0: time doing Genesee beers on this show. We don't really like
2: it's hard to, to get that often. It's hard to get in Rochester.
0: Get. It's hard to get. So we, we picked up the Oktoberfest for this year. It is a little different than most years. Now, had you had the Genesee Oktoberfest in the past?
1: Uh, no, actually, this is the first Jenny Oktoberfest I'm having.
0: In past years, they made a, a Marzen, which we'll, we'll talk about what a Marzen is a little later. Um Theoretically, based on the box full of beer that I have underneath my desk.
1: Yeah. Um, so, th- this isn't a Marson. This is not. Hmm. This is a fest beer. Oh, excuse me. I, I would love to know the difference, but like you said, we can get in that later. Cool. So, what do you
0: think of the Jenny Oktoberfest? Jenny Toberfest.
1: Gentoberfest toberfest J- J- to- Gotoberfest. <laughs> um I like that they spell October with a K um so it it's got some uh, like a little pepperiness to it um it's you know roasty um it's nice and light um it's got some nice like, you know, not really like uh, dank hops, but, you know, just like bitter hops on the back end there.
2: Um,
1: I, every time I go to compliment a Genesee beer, it sounds like a backhanded compliment. Because <laughs> every time it's like, you know, for a Genesee beer, this has actually got a lot of shit going on. Yeah. Um, But I mean, it's not like a a one note thing. There's, you know, some biscuity, uh, malty, crackery, bittery things going on here.
0: So the one thing I really enjoy about this show at this point is that you're getting to the point where you have to acknowledge the fact that Genesee is actually a really good brewery.
1: Occasionally, they do something that is is pretty good. Um, You know, for... For a mass, uh, you know, a mass batch brewer, um, they're they're doing some pretty interesting stuff, uh, you know, especially with their uh, seasonal or uh, experimental stuff. Um, but you're never gonna hear me say that, like, uh, you know, Genesee beer or uh, like uh, Jenny Light are are like good beers because uh, they they're just not. I, I can't help it.
0: It's fine. So they keep the lights on, basically. Like you know, right. you got to have your flagships, and then you can do cool shit like this. And th- this Oktoberfest is actually really good. Um, yeah, this is super solid. I like it more than what they've done in the past, which is the the Marzin. And and now I'll dive into beer nerd shit. Um, Marsins are your traditional Oktoberfest beers. They're the really sweet, caramely, you know, moderately heavy. Um, autumnal beers, right? Um, they've got kind of that, like I say, that really sweet taste. Everybody, I mean, we'll talk about it shortly, spoiler alert, but probably everybody's had a, a Sam Adams Oktoberfest at the, this point. And I feel like that's kind of the, the platonic standard when people think of Oktoberfest beers right now. And again, we'll get into that later, maybe. Um, so... Jenny did something interesting and they went away from the Marzen and they went with a Fest beer. Um, and a Fest beer is actually what is poured in Oktoberfests in Germany. Um, it kind of pivoted a few years ago, uh, like in the, the early nineties, it pivot away from Marzen's and into Fest beers. Why would you think that is?
1: Oh, uh, probably
0: because of Sam Adams. Negative. Oh. So think about what you're thinking about with this beer as compared to a Marzen.
1: Um, yeah. I mean, it, it's definitely more of a, like a bitter balanced uh, beer as opposed to the, the Marzins that I'm used to, which are on the, the sweeter side. Um, which would you have
0: an easier time drinking a shitload
1: of? Right. Yeah. Probably this one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. If, if you have your, your giant Stein, your 32 ounce Stein, Marsons get kind of tough to take down. Fest beers, on the other hand.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I, I didn't really realize it at first because like from a, a color standpoint, they're not super different, but taste wise. Yeah. This, this isn't really, that might be why I was kind of uh, equivocating uh, for a while as I was getting ready to, to say, you know, sort of what it tasted like is I wasn't expecting it to be like a sort of a light bitter, uh, beer. Um, I was expecting that, you know, more malt forward, uh, sweetness, uh, that I've, you know, I mean, basically the only Oktoberfest I've had for ever is, is a Sam Oktoberfest. So, um, and this is very different, but it's also really it's it's good, it's real good. I'm enjoying it.
0: It is. It's it's one of those things where you know you don't feel bad about the fact that there's a 12 pack because you could drink a shitload of it. Mm-hmm. You know that that first one tastes like your second or third one, like it, it goes down smooth, and you're like, oh yeah, no, I could drink more of that. Smooth. Um, smooth, smooth. But yeah, so cheers to you, Jenny. You you've done it. Like. Great job on your Oktoberfest.
1: Hooray. Great job, Genesee. <laughs> you more, you more didn't festivals. commit a crime against humanity.
0: Red eyes have their place. Jenny Lights have their place.
1: The Cre- garbage.
0: Cream ale we've, we've discussed has its own place and it's in heaven.
1: Yeah, no, cream fine.
0: All the variants. I mean, I can't get enough of that dry hopped cream out right now. Mm. Stuff's good. Mm. You know who else liked that a lot? Hitler. Our our, our, our brother on, on the Lunchador Network, James.
1: Yeah, uh, James, a uh, former guest on the show, uh, just launched uh, a podcast uh, with his buddy, whose name is escaping me at the moment. Ted. Ted. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, James and Ted, uh, check out uh, Intercontinental uh, Wrestling Podcast. The
0: Intercontinental Wrestling Podcast. It's excellent if you're a, a wrestling fan. Uh, the The most recent episode, they, they booked their own WrestleMania, and it's it's a lot of fun. Um, so check that out and uh, support our good friend James because he's a good dude, and he does a hell of a show.
1: Absolutely. And you can also always check out Matt on other Uh, podcasts like Mind of Magnus or, um, Anomaly Presents.
0: That's right. And I hear tell. McKenneth may have one coming too. What? Do you want to let the cat out of the bag or do you want to let the, uh, the suspense
1: build? No, I just want them to think it's coming up and then for Zoom to eat the recording again.
0: Oh, go fuck yourself. (laughs) You know what's going to happen. This is what happens. That so, it, <laughs> full disclosure: Zoom ate our recording of Creep Show that he did for Anomaly Presents with us, which was top five favorite shows we've done. I think we've only done like twenty. It was hysterical because you know McKenna is a funny motherfucker. Um, yeah, so Zoom ate it, and I was pissed off. Um, but what this means is that we're going to have to come back and do Maximum Overdrive.
1: Hell yeah. This machine just called me an asshole, <laughs> which is the best line delivery in the history of movies and deserved the Oscar. And it's a shame that he didn't get it. So
0: I am beyond excited to do that. That's going to come up probably sometime November, December.
1: We'll get hey, that yeah, in there. You know, just let me know.
0: Yeah, I know. You're
1: around. Yeah. Um, no, I, I will come onto that show and I'll- you. <laughs> Uh, uh I was wondering if you were gonna yeah. But uh you know, I, I'm I'm just gonna uh, Jesus Christ. Get all up in it. I'm gonna get up in that show's guts oh and uh <laughs> I'm gonna make it mine. I'm gonna steal it. I'm gonna pull a Lindstrom and I'm gonna, gonna stro me us. I'm gonna strow me that 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 podcast. <laughs> that was like a lot of build up for not much funny. No,
0: that that just yeah. I, uh, I like I, I like when it just peters out at the end.
1: Yeah. Um so you know the interesting thing tonight is I think this might be the first time ever that we're doing 12 ouncers.
0: Yeah. Accurate. First time ever, we're doing twelve ounces, and the second time ever, or third time ever, we're not doing an IPA.
1: Yeah, uh, but all of that saying, like, I've been done with this for a while. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> goes down. It goes down smooth, and it tastes good, and it's, uh, you know, like I said, it, it it's malty and and biscuity and and bitter, and what could you not enjoy about that? This so I drank it quick.
0: Hang out in the backyard on a fall day and watch whatever fall sports or just watch the the leaves fall down.
1: Watch, uh, you know, that Saturday Night Live sketch about fall activities from last year or the year before.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you could do that as well. Just be
1: like, that's funny. I can't go anywhere because of coronavirus.
0: But you can watch plenty of scary movies.
1: This is true. Hey, Matt. Yeah. What's
2: your favorite scary movie?
1: Ooh, I've got so many. Uh, I know, that's a really stupid question. Hey, Ghostface, fuck off. You don't have to have favorites.
0: He asked me that, and he's still waiting for me to finish so he can come kill me.
2: (laughs) Right. Well, you know... "Um, Actually, I've got many. I suppose it depends on which subgenre of the genre of horror you're referring to. If you're speaking about science fiction horror, you could be...
0: I mean, I will watch an event horizon if if the opportunity presents itself. But I mean, I, sometimes I like a nice giallo. Like I can go in and watch a Suspiria, the original, not not the remake. The remake is fine. The remake is fine. But the original, the the Derri Argento is just a classic. And and you know, Jessica Harper is is fantastic. Speaking of Jessica Harper, if we can talk about Phantom of the Paradise, yeah, no, that would. And he's just yeah. At, at a certain point, he just slits his own throat. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know I, I feel like it's an easier question to be like What's the best Friday the 13th movie Because it's part 4 Jason takes Manhattan No, that's part 8
0: Yeah, I said what I said
1: Oh <laughs> But part 4's got Corey, Little teeny tiny Corey Feldman Hacking True. Jason's head apart with a machete True, True. <laughs> what, Okay, What what's the best kill In the Friday the 13th franchise
0: Oh man, I can't pick that
1: It's an easy answer
0: No, it's really not though No, it's uh, there's Ke- the best one Kevin Bacon? No, Which that, one that one's favorite? pretty good,
1: but it's not the best one The best one is in part two when he hits the guy in the wheelchair in the face with a machete And then there's that really absurdly long shot of the guy rolling down the stairs backwards in the wheelchair
0: That's fair, that's
1: yeah.
0: fair I like that, yeah, you're right
1: Close second, very, very close second is the uh, Jason X freeze the face in nit- li- liquid nitrogen and then smash the head.
0: We were just talking about Jason X briefly on the other podcast that I do, the Anomaly Presents podcast, the Nightbreed episode.
1: You were? I <laughs> listened to that one. I don't remember hearing about, uh, I don't know.
0: Yeah, because we were talking about how good David Cronenberg is in a, as an actor.
2: Because
0: hmm. um, he's I- fantastic. He's, he's so weird and... and- otherworldly and and just so flat that
1: yeah I, I was listening at at real life work so yeah. um I, I may have missed that have have you watched nightbreed yet I, I i think i started to watch it one time and got distracted and turned it off but i'm i'm definitely down because uh in addition to being a a stephen king uh guy um I'm also uh, some somewhat of a Clive Barker fan, not to the same extent, um, yeah. but I mean, I've watched all of the Hellraiser movies. Um, I read his <laughs> in kind of big quotation marks kid's book. Uh, oh yeah, the, the Thief of Always a lot mm-hmm. when I was a kid. Um, and my dad knows him a little bit. Um, well, that's cool. Yeah. So. You know, I, I would definitely give it another shot. Um, like I said, I, I think I just got distracted. And, and actually, your podcast episode about it made me want to check it out. So,
0: I, I saw it when I was a teenager and it, it, you know, didn't chip shit for me. I watched it this time and I was like, wow, that's really good. And then I heard Zach talk about it and I was like, fuck me. This is one of the best movies of all time.
1: Yeah, if anybody's listening and they're like, oh, this is great listening to people talk about beer. Maybe I want to hear people... On this podcast, also talk about movies. Check out Matt's podcast because it's good.
0: And I can't wait for McKenna's new one.
1: Hey, yeah. um, (laughs) What is this going to be? Just like plug, plug lunchador podcast central this episode um, this segment
0: we've we finished the Jenny beers now we just do our plugs and then the next one we'll, we'll get into uh marzens and we can talk about the Ryan guide spot and all that good stuff
1: yeah um but yeah I, I do have a new show that uh, I'm gonna be launching soon I've just got to figure a few things out including um you know time to sit down and, and record an episode um but it, it's gonna be a, a short uh, a horror short fiction podcast uh so basically like uh, an audiobook of uh horror short story uh short stories that i've written uh over the last few years um and you know i hope people enjoy it i hoping to have the first episode out uh in time for halloween and maybe do it like i don't know once a month or so see what happens
0: i can't wait because i feel like that's something that that there aren't a lot of and I'm excited to hear what you've come up with because you're one of the most creative people I know, and I can't wait to hear what you've done with horror.
1: I try. Uh, I mean, it, it, it's sort of like my love letter to EC Comics and you know Stephen King and stuff because um, I, I grew up on all that stuff, and uh, I love it. You know, it's it's like a it's a fuzzy blanket for me.
0: I can't wait. I I, I usually when I go to sleep, I'll listen to uh, last podcast on the left. You know, because that's a fun thing to listen to as you fall asleep. Um, so maybe Which, I'll sub out.
1: Um, yeah, th- uh, you know, I, I think I said it last time, but thank you so much for getting me into that show. Because, <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, like right now I'm listening to to Peter Curtin Part One. Um Ooh, that's a goodie. A German serial killer for
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> for uh, for our, our German beer fest uh, uh, themed show. Um, it's Papa Dinky, isn't it? Yes, it is Papa Dinky. Yeah. Okay. So we should probably get uh, number two rolling here.
0: Let's do this.
1: Yeah, let's uh, let's go to the bar, fill her up, and uh, we'll be right back. With what? Uh we'll we'll tell them when we get. We'll back. talk on the other side.
2: Yep. All right.
1: Right, we are uh, back from the bar and Jesus Christ, every friggin' Alright, we're back from the bar. No, I'm not- one second. I'm I'm getting like some weird feedback in my God headphones. It. Can you fix your shit? Uh, it- it's super distracting. Like if you could hear this, it's like it's like da da da
2: da da ba da It's three brews you can use. That is That's- pretty pretty annoying.
1: That's right. It's time for Rube Brews. You can use a game show within a podcast where we test uh, Matt Knotts' beer knowledge um, by scouring through uh, online reviews um, to see if Matt can name the thing that we're talking about. Sam Adams. (laughs) Fuck you! What the (laughs) fuck? (laughs) (laughs) So the... The the first and only beer. The that... <laughs> uh, um okay, so thanks. Do you, would you like to hear the reviews?
2: Of course. Yes. <laughs> okay.
1: Please. So I was doing it a little different this time. I, I was going into Untapped and and pulling <laughs> reviews of one specific beer. <laughs> okay uh, This first one from uh, Jeffrey Stephen P On uh, on Untapped uh, This was 1459 out of 2020 hashtag 2020 And 2020 challenge um, I'm assuming That Jeffrey is attempting to drink 2020 beers In the year 2020 Amateur um, He gave it a 3.5 Out of right. 5 he had it on draft. And Cody R toasted him. Uh, Chris S gave it a four bottle caps out of five. Okay. With the shot of Jackfire dot, 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 dot. Tastes like Yankee Candle Autumn Wreath. If you know, you know. And this last one uh, was a, uh, a five bottle cap out of five bottle cap review. Uh, well, I had four of them, so I guess I kind of liked it. No, for reals, one of my favorite seasonals. Um, and that was by some person, uh, back in 2016, October 23rd. Um, I I don't see any reason to, to to name names. So Uh, it's
0: Southern tier (laughs) pumpkin.
1: Yes, Matt, uh, got it in one. No, it, it is, uh. Sam Adams Oktoberfest, the uh, the second beer on tap. Um, McKenneth Blue likes it a lot in twenty sixteen.
0: Yeah, was that the one that said he drank four of them, so he guess he likes it?
1: Yeah, he was pretty drunk. Yeah. Yeah. Four so, of them will do that to you. They they'll sneak up on you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They'll creep up on you. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, uh, let's 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 dive right in, shall and, we? And enjoy sipping. Now, see that—that's—that's that's what I was expecting with the Genesee one. It's—it's it's super malty, um, very you know nice, sweet, almost kind of. Um, you know, like when uh, you have like a, a something sour and it sort of gets you in, in the jaw muscles. Yep. I get a little bit of that, uh, but it's not it's not a sour thing, um, obviously. Oops. Uh, <laughs> nice. Shit. But um, I mean, I, I enjoy it a lot. What do you think, Matthew?
0: I like it a lot, too. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's a very sweet, round, multi. Beer—it's what I think of when I think of Marzins. Um, it was probably the first Oktoberfest I ever had, um, so it's got a lot of nice memories to it. But yeah, it's just a, a nice, solid beer. Like I, I dig it.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, for me, like I, I've talked at length about you know the the importance that Sam Adams has had in my uh, beer odyssey, um, odyssey. My, my odyssey. Uh, it, it it's just. Later on, it, it, they broke up and it became
0: Casey and Bobo.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's another joke for one person. I, I guess so. And that person's not me this time. I don't get it. Anywho. Um, yeah. It, it, Sam Adams, it, it, it's this huge behemoth in the uh, the beer industry. Uh, they make so much of so many different styles and... You know, some of them are, are very hit or miss. Um, I feel like their their fall lineup has, has always been particularly solid, um, like fall and winter stuff. Um, you know, spring, I can sort of take or leave. I, I, if you put a gun to my head, I don't think I could really say like, oh, yeah, this X, Y, and Z or Sam Adams, uh, you know, uh, spring lineup. I think um, they have
0: like a serviceable Bach beer, but not, eh, it's whatever. Yeah.
1: And I mean for uh, taste. Um for summer, I mean geez. Um I, I used to. Bring that like, one up
0: again, we'll take a vote.
1: Yeah, it was well brought up. Shame I wasn't. Uh, um, for summer I used to really be into like the the summer ale and um porch rocker. Uh, not so much the last couple of years. Like porch rocker's just very sweet. Um the the lemon uh, taste has has started to taste more more and more artificial to me. Just a um, pledge. Yeah, exactly. Um, but for whatever reason, like Oktoberfest has just stayed solid uh, right through. Um, I, I don't know that I would still four years on rate this uh, a five out of five, but it, it's it's very good, um, especially for like a, a multi thing, which is definitely not so much my jam anymore. Um, I, I think it's delightful and it's got that this beautiful. uh red orange you know coloration to it this is just it's delightfulness in the glass
0: it looks like straight caramel Mm you know and it's got a lot of that taste to it too it's a very like i said before i i don't know (laughs) we were talking to a friend of ours the other day and he was like i don't know how you can taste all that stuff in beers um
2: right
0: and using an adjective like round is kind of strange when you're talking about tasting something, but I guess it's part of a mouthfeel thing, right? Like it's got that very full flavor, yeah, Um with some maltiness and sweetness to it.
1: Yeah, that and synesthesia.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So when I when I drink this, I feel three.
1: <laughs> yeah. No. It, to me, it it it's very puce. <laughs> But yeah, no, like, um, I mean, I, you know, I, I'm a very much an autumn guy. Like when my uh, when my wife and I were planning our wedding, it was like it, it's going to be a fall wedding, which she agreed was, you know, for the best. And um, we were looking at places and it's like, OK, can it be in September? And I'm like, absolutely not. It's going to be in October, preferably on Halloween. I, I lost that fight yeah. uh, or, or conversation, you know.
2: Lost what, who, debate. Who? We'll call it a debate.
1: Sure. Um, but you know, out of the entire year, I don't, I just, I love Halloween time and, and, uh, <clears throat> October so much like, and everything that, that goes along with it. Like, you know, I'm, I'm a total slut for pumpkin spiced things. Um, which is weird cause I don't like pumpkin pie. Uh, but, um, I do appreciate your, your likings
0: and Uggs. You do a nice job with those. Oh, I, yeah, no, for sure. It's, it's I, Han Solo season for you. You, you, just start dressing like that and it's nice.
1: hundred percent. And, um, you know, just like the, the fall beers to me are just so good. Um, it, it's, it's just the, it's the best time of the year. Um, and I, I can't wait to, you know, Snuggle up on the couch and, and watch horror movies by myself, and, and uh, you know just just have a great time.
0: I'm with you on that, um, and and this beer for whatever reason I, I was going to bring it up before, and it's probably just because it's Sam Adams, but this is good good uh, good beer to sit down and, and watch Trick or Treat
1: too. Ah, that that one is like one of my favorites. Um, I, I mean, I'm kind of a sucker for horror anthology movies anyway. Um, but a lot of them are, you know, uneven. Like there's a, a very like skippable segment. You know, for the most part. Um, but like between Trick or Treat, Creep Show, Creep Show Two, um, you know, I just I I, I really enjoy um, those. You know, short, um, in and out. Horror stories. It's part of the reason that I like, you know, like Tales from the Crypt and, um, you know, EC Comics in general uh, so yeah. much, is because they, they were anthology comics, um, and like Trick or Treat in particular. Like, I, I like the way that it all kind of, uh, you know, all the stories build off each other and and revolve around each other. Also, the uh, the one with the kids uh, that go to the the quarry uh, where, you know, a bus driver has killed a bunch of kids. The uh, the the girl like the the sort of uh, I think she's like autistic or something possibly in the story. Yeah. Um, like her house. And that is so fucking rad because uh, there's that those shots of the exterior of her house where it's just an entire lawn full of jack-o'-lanterns. And the first time I saw that movie, I was like, that's fucking rad. I want that. And I'm, I'm working my way up to it. Um, for the last, uh, I guess going on four years now, um, at the end of every Halloween season, I go to target and I buy up as many of their, uh, artificial, uh, carvable pumpkins as I can. Oh, cool. Um, so that I can put them out the next year I'm up to like I don't know like 20 23 of them that are carved and go out every year nice um, but yeah that one's awesome
0: we got lucky and got to see trick-or-treat at a screening at comic-con probably about six six months before it actually came out um,
1: I'm a little jealous I didn't uh, I didn't actually see it until it was on like Netflix
0: and it, it was one of those things where um, Matt from Anomaly was like, hey, or Matt and Adam both, I think we're like, hey, this is a thing. We we should really go do this. It's like, all right, cool. So we sat in the the weird little ballroom 20, which is the one you see on video. It's not the big, big one, but it's the medium-sized one. So if you've seen the the video of the Firefly reunion, it's that room.
1: Gotcha. So not Hall H. Um,
0: not Hall H. It's ballroom 20, which is the second, second biggest room. Gotcha. Um, and that crowd went apeshit bananas for that entire- screening and it was one of the most fun things i've ever seen in my life and it kind of imprinted itself on me. Like this is the perfect fall Halloween movie. It's got that feel to it. And I think that to tie it back in, that's what this beer is for me is it's the, the perfect autumn beer. Like it, it gives me that feeling, that same thing you were talking about where, you know, it's, it's the crisp day. It's the, the pumpkins in the yard. It's, it's all that it's, it's that in a glass. And I, I think that's what I, I really appreciate about it, except for the fact that it's not pumpkin spice. And that makes me really happy. Oh, is that what you appreciate about it? It is. Um, So, yeah. Cheers to you, Sam Adams. It's always a good decision.
1: Also, the first Sam Adams we've done on the show. It is. And, you know, what a one to to break them in with. Mm -hmm. Just a a solid, solid, solid beer. Coming soon, Sam 76. Not with your mother's mouth. (laughs) <laughs> i like the face that you just made just now <laughs>
0: <laughs> so ah so halloween time is coming it is uh,
1: and it's, how excited it's are it's the spookiest time of the year
0: so my, my kid has decided to dress up like a stingray this year that is his costume
1: so you've got like you know a, a Bright red tracksuit for him, and he's just gonna like hold a couple wheels.
0: <laughs> he's not gonna go 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 as Turbo Teen. Um,
1: <laughs> no, the what the what w- w- whatever Corvette it was, it yeah, was no, the Stingray.
0: Yeah. I got you. It was just more fun to no sell you. Um, yeah, so he's going as a, a Stingray this year. My wife bought the costume. We're we're good to go. It'll be here in the mail tomorrow.
1: Are you um, are you are you going as Steve or one She got real mad when I said that. <laughs> Oh, boy.
0: I was like, well, he's a stingray. Then I guess I have to be Steve Irwin, right? And she's like, you're an asshole. (laughs) Uh, uh,
1: As as someone who uh, occasionally watches the video of him talking about the birth of his children. And uh, when I feel like I need a good cry, I kind of agree with her. (laughs)
2: How many
0: times does the universe present the, the present you with that kind of opportunity?
1: You want some chocolate? Your mum's not around. Have the whole block. <laughs> <laughs> oh, rest in so, power, Steve Irwin. So
0: sadly, I'm not going to
1: Steve Irwin. Fair enough. Chances are, it I'll be Would going, be pretty good, though, wouldn't it? Yeah.
0: We're not doing any trick-or-treating, so it's really he's just going to wear his costume in our backyard as we do a scavenger hunt between here and my brother's house.
1: Oh, it's fun. Spoiler Josh.
0: We're probably going to be doing that.
1: Yeah, I have no idea what we're going to be doing. Obviously, no uh, trick-or-treating. My house is is the full-size candy bar house, though. Um, So I'm trying to figure out how uh, best to deliver treats to people who are trick-or-treating this year.
0: Have you seen that video of the the pulley system that the guy has?
1: Yeah, I, I've seen that. I, I'm thinking going a little bit more low tech. I've got like a, a you know a folding table. Uh, yeah. Maybe just put stuff out on that and sit a ways back from it with a sign that says like you know take one take one Ziploc bag and you know put a full size candy and some some fun size stuff in there.
0: Nice. Yeah, but, I, uh, I love the idea of the the trick or yeet. Um, pulley system. I think that's great. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't seen it, there's a video where it's basically a wooden six pack holder with a clothespin that's holding a, a sandwich bag full of candy. Um, and then who, whoever's eating the six pack holder down can decide if they're going to send the parents a trick or treat too. Um, and that really kind of stuck a struck a chord for me because that that's how my dad trick or treated when we were kids. Is that you know my dad and our neighbor would go around the neighborhood and then he would trick or treat. He'd have his beer. Dave would have his beer. And then when they ran out, the neighbors would just hand him another can. And that's how the dads all got through trick or treating back in the day.
1: Nice. Yeah.
0: And then they go home and, you know, sort through our candy and figure out which ones they wanted.
1: Yeah. See, when I was a kid, um, you know, when I, when I lived in Georgia still, when I lived in Georgia still, um, You know, in in general, I am not a a fan of um, the South in general or in in Georgia in particular. But those motherfuckers know how to do Halloween. Um, It's like pants shittingly terrifying. Um, So like you'll you'll walk up to a house and, and ring the doorbell and the person will come at you from the side like a velociraptor.
0: Yes, that that rules.
1: (laughs) Um, And, you know, scream and yell and, you know, you'll shit your pants Uh, or in my case, your your uh, plastic sheet uh, Halloween costume. Um, And, um, you know, there was another house like, oh, God, every every year it like got more and more elaborate, like just a giant strobe light in the front yard to begin with. So you couldn't see anything. Uh, but there was also like the guy who owned the house would, you know, sort of uh, stalk around the front yard wearing a, a big ass Dracula cape that was not like a shitty one you would get at Walmart. It, it looked like something he'd had custom made with some weight to it. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. No, uh, people in people in Dublin, Georgia uh, went all out for Halloween. And um, like like every house was, you know, its own little haunted hayride, which was a thing I'd never heard about until we moved up here. Um, But uh, that and barbecue are about the only things that I I miss um, from down there, Uh, because the (laughs) the best barbecue up here is nothing compared to this shitty little place that, (laughs) uh, you know, was like in in the side room of a gas station or something in, in the town that i'm from originally
0: i but. believe that and that that's kind of disappointing because man our, our barbecue is it's okay
1: yeah no it, it's what, it's solid spot? but you know
0: for barbecue who's your guy who's your guy
1: <laughs> uh actually i don't think that that place exists anymore uh the last i knew mm. um it was it was rick's barbecue in dublin georgia um, but Rick died, um, and I think his kid inherited it. And I, I think if you go and look at where the location was on, uh, Google maps now, it it's got like, you know, different name up on the place now. I, I don't think it exists anymore, which is really crappy because, uh, that was a damn good barbecue place, especially considering that like, I, I'm, I'm not like a vinegar based sauce uh, guy, and that place was, and it was the best barbecue I've ever had. Oh shit! Yeah, so who who do you go for locally? Uh, good smoke.
0: Yeah, all right.
1: Yeah, good smoke is real, real good.
0: Not sticky lips.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> in <laughs> in, uh, in in Rochester uh, uh, barbecue, um, it, it it goes at the top. You've got good smoke. Um, which I I gotta say is, uh, since the owners, uh, changed, um, is not as good as it used to be. Um,
0: I didn't realize the owners changed.
1: Yeah. The, the original owner, uh, sold to somebody else who then branched out and did that like rock chicken and burgers, um, as well, which is actually really good too. Hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we're basically talking good smokes at the top, um, I would say Beale Street would be next, except that doesn't exist anymore, okay. as far as I know, unless it's just downtown. Nope. It's no, so that's gone too. Um, Dinosaur uh, is probably about on the level with uh, Beale Street back when it was around, mm-hmm. which, I mean, Beale Street was actually started by a guy named Terry Kramer, um, who originally worked. For dinosaur and help them come up with their barbecue sauce.
0: Oh, no way. I had no idea.
1: Yeah, I, I know because my mom taught him bagpipes.
0: <laughs> Get out of town.
1: Yeah. Um, but uh then I don't know, about seven, eight, or nine, ten steps below that would be sticky lips. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Not a not a not a fan.
0: It was good for like a hot minute and then it just got hot good.
1: Yeah. No, I, I mean, at the end of the day, there's only so much you can fuck up with barbecue. Um, and sticky lips has found all of it. <laughs> yeah, no, I've had it a few times. It, it's it it gets the job done, but it, it I would not go out of my way uh, to to get some um, as opposed to like dinosaur or whatever. Like, yeah, dino, yeah. dinosaur is very good.
0: Dino is usually pretty solid.
1: Yeah. So uh, what do you say? I say we go to the bar and uh, break out our, our last, our last our, boy here. Our final one. Our final one. You give beers a bad name. Oh hell yeah. Yeah. Um so Do I get more of that? <laughs> Shot through the heart, and you're too blamed out, and you give beers a bad name. Gotta get that high note. Yeah, I know. Um, so Matt. Yes, sir? I, I sent this one to you earlier and you did not uh you did not play in my space. Um, Cause I was vomiting. <laughs> so, so Matt, we, we've talked about it being the autumnal season. Uh-huh. You know what other yep. season it is? Tell me it's football
0: season. It sure is. Um, Let's go Buffalo. <laughs> uh,
1: Sure. Why not? Um, <laughs> I, I think that, you know, everybody's got that one friend who doesn't give a shit about things that, you know, the rest of the friends care about. Uh, I, I'm that. Hi, McKenna. Yeah, I'm, I'm that guy. I, I could literally not care less about football. Um, but, you know, when I am forced to watch a game, uh, I like to sit back and have a beer and some chicken wings. But you know what, Matt? There's got to be an easier way. For me to get my beer and my chicken wings uh, into me. There's got to be a better way. Well, now there is. Um, You can try uh, from Martin House Brew. Buffalo Wangs. Literally a buffalo wing sauce sour beer, which is a thing that it says on the can. 520. 5.2% 5.2% alcohol by volume. Um, yeah. From a Martin house brewing company in Fort worth, Texas. Hey guys, see, you did a bad. I was just going to Google to see where they were located. Cause my guess would have been hell. <laughs> yeah, no, this sounds like um, the most disgusting thing uh, yet. This is like 10 times worse than pickle beer to me.
0: Funny you should say that because I just googled our friends at Martin House Brewing and guess what they have on tap right now?
1: Is it a pickle pickle beer? Sour pickle beer. Jesus Christ. Just stop it. Stop it. If I look at the uh, untapped,
0: the third photo is a picture of the pickle beer in a reelect Trump cup. So go fuck yourself.
1: All right. Um yeah, no. Uh it's a it's a stunt beer it's gross it's a peppered sour um i i i don't care to look enough into it but buffalo sauce is 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 red hot and butter if there's fucking butter in this beer like just
0: so so butter is actually diacetyl and that's a um that's an infection you fucked up if it tastes like butter
1: it just i I saw that today on one of the uh the uh the other beer uh accounts that i follow um at at sip sip chug um i think it is actually you know what let me make sure i give them their their propers yeah at sip sip chug they're out of uh buffalo actually um so hi guys this is your shout out thank you for tweeting this disgusting shit um,
0: I'm sorry you had to see that Buffalo.
1: <laughs> yeah, They're don't be happy about this, guys. They're fucking with your shit. Like, you you guys invented that. Um, so Martin House Brewing is just
0: fucking gimmick palooza here. I'm sure they're lovely people. Their next uh, drop is a deep fried Oreo beer launch.
1: Hmm. You know, that actually. How about no? Okay, I won't finish that, sentence. Go ahead, go ahead. That go doesn't ahead. sound that bad. Deep fried Oreos. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Okay, McKenna. Um. So yeah. Uh. That that's that's been you give beers a bad name. <laughs> Let's, uh, let's move it right along. Uh,
0: why I can't stop. I can't stop thinking about it now that you've put it in my head. (laughs) Oh, it just pisses me off.
1: Yeah. Um, and you know, like you said, I'm sure they're lovely people. I'm sure that the, uh, reelect Trump, uh, glass was not, you know, an official photo from the brewery unless it was in which case, yeah, you guys can fuck right off. Um, and once again, please make sure you're registered to vote and then vote for Joe Biden. Um, let's uh, <laughs> let's move on to, to happier news here. We've we've got a third beer, which apparently uh, uh, was it Dieter? Dieter?
0: Dieter dropped it off.
1: Dieter Fluleborg von von Stein um, yeah. in, in his care package. Um, yes, I,
2: uh, I dropped it off for you. What the fuck? Who the? Oh, how did, Yes, I dropped it off into your refrigerator, and it is a beer from Germany, where I'm from. It is a, it is the Oktoberfestmazen. Uh, I Okay, bye. Cleveland. I buy all my clothes in Cleveland. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> Miss you, Dieter. He's terrifying. That's what I said. He's like a, a tiny fucking murder elf. I don't understand it.
1: It's it looks horrifying. like his favorite color is bruises.
0: Yes. Ugh,
1: gross.
2: Yes, I love bruises.
0: Teeter, uh, why?
2: Because they are brown and, and purple. Ugh.
0: So. I think you might miss your flight back to dusseldorf
2: okay good abend
1: uh,
2: alveter zane uh, Fuck off go
1: away he he's he flew out the window
0: how did that happen did he
1: like twinkle his nose and fly out the window or like flap his arms or uh you're familiar with powdered toast man and his method of propulsion gross there you go
0: I mean, I suppose the the amount of sauerkraut the man must eat. Mm. Uh, so, <clears throat> Anger uh, uh, Oktoberfest Marzen from Munich, I believe. Is it? Sure. Uh,
1: Yeah, somewhere. Authentic Bavarian Festival Lager. It's Bavarian, made from the finest of
0: Bavarian creams.
1: <clears throat> anger in Anger Anger. I'm 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 guessing with Germany it's a hard G.
0: Usually is. Anger. That sounds right. If it's true. At the
1: foot of the Bavarian Alps is one of the world's most respected breweries, family-owned and operated since 1878. That's a long time.
0: Um, you know, uh, T- 25 kilometers from Munich.
1: <laughs> Pitter patter. Let's get at her. Let, let's try this thing. Yeah. Let's do this. Ooh, that's a lot of malt.
0: I like that though.
1: Yeah, it it's, it's maltier than I enjoy.
0: See, I like this because it's not as sweet as the Sam.
1: Right. It, it's not, but it's not as bitter as the, uh, the Jenny.
0: <clears throat> as the Jenny. This, um, it kind of reminds me of a um for a point of reference like a Jack's Abbey house lager yeah it's got a very multi um lagery taste it's it's pretty much all malt to me
1: yeah it's it's very very malty um and i'm trying to i'm trying to pinpoint the the thing you know how Moxie has that medicine aftertaste? Um, I would say 89% of this I'm enjoying. And then there's like one 11% note about it that is rubbing me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't pinpoint what that is exactly. Um, but it's it's all over my tongue right now. <laughs> and it's um, it's uh, challenging. But I'm going to power through. I, I've powered through far worse. I will yeah. say that. This is far from the worst thing I've ever tasted. Um,
0: and this is where you and I differ. I'm going to take another sip now, but like that sip I just had, I like that better than the Sam.
1: Okay. You know what it is? I think I'm getting like a little bit of a, a licorice thing.
0: I, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah.
1: Um, and that is unpleasant to me but it is not um unpleasant to the point where like i'm not gonna finish it um it's just like i said it's about on a 1 to 100 scale it's about an 11 um and i mean i i tried something <clears throat> uh a little while back i forget what it was off the top of my head but that tasted like biting into black licorice and it was revolting and the only reason i finished it because it was like 12 percent, right um
0: (laughs) because you're not a quitter
1: i'm Um, not a fucking quitter
0: this to me tastes a lot like a um an english brown ale okay um it puts me in the mind of like a, a newcastle from the last time I had a Newcastle, which is shit. I was probably 24.
1: Yeah. I don't think I've ever had one. Um, Newcastles.
0: They're either really good or they taste like mushrooms. Gotcha. Um, this is on the good side of that. Yeah. This actually,
1: this is giving me a little bit of a flashback to uh, my younger days when I was occasionally sneaking like a Guinness or something out of my parents basement um, and one time, I I grabbed a um, a honey brown.
0: Okay, yeah, I could see that too.
1: Um, that was also not an entirely pleasant experience. Mm-hmm. But uh, like you said, I, you know, for me, like in general, the maltier side of things is not really my stees. So the fact that this is, you know, not fully jiving with me is not a total surprise but like I said, it's far from the worst thing I've ever tasted. I'm sure that I will drink the other one that you gave me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That much I can say.
0: I, I I definitely will. I I dig this. This is, um, see, this is good for me because I, I'm not, I'm not a sweet beer person. Mm -hmm. Um, which is going to come back to bite me in future episodes. Um, but I'm not a sweet beer guy. I'm, I'm, you know, I like malty, but as soon as it gets caramely, it's a lot for me. Cause you know, it, it, same reason I don't drink a lot of cider is just, I, I can't do the, the, the sweetness. So this right. is the perfect amount of sweetness for me, which is, you know, little to none. Um, yeah. So for me, this is, you know, it may be tied with the, the Jenny. Um, it's, it's, quite nice i I could see and and you know what, having done these these beers tonight in this order, I can totally see why German breweries have kind of transitioned to a fest beer rather than the marzens and i i would I would kind of I'd like to try more fest beers at this point um because the marzins this is the the second one we've had, and I'm full like I, I didn't have a heavy dinner, so this is pretty much know what's been sitting on me and it, that that's a lot to try to power power through
1: yeah no the the last couple have been you know very full-bodied and uh heavy yeah um you know i, I definitely could not session you know three or four of this fucking thing no um
0: i could knock down a six-pack of that that Oktoberfest and not even blink twice the the jenny
1: right well, yeah, no, that that Jenny would be, uh, you know, if if I didn't have to be an adult, the the six pack that he gave me could be gone tomorrow morning. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Um, you might be getting the second one back now that I think about it. I don't know. I'll have to decide later. Uh, I don't mind because it seems like you really enjoy
0: I like it. I think it's good. Um, it was one of those things where I felt like, you know, when, when we're, you know, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to part the kimono for a second here. Um, we talked about what beers we we're going to have on the show and I felt like it wasn't right to not have a German one. We had two American ones and, and I was like, you know, we should probably get, you know, a German one to balance it out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting to me how different it is from the American versions. Yeah, you know, for ob- sure. Obviously the Jenny is a completely different style, but yeah, the, the, the Sam versus the German, the, the Ianger, um, I, I think it's kind of like, um, a friend of mine, um, is from Poland and he always talks about how, sweet everything is here and how over sugared everything is here. And, and, and that, um, and I'm wondering if that's maybe it, it's just like the, the cultural thing where, you know, they don't need to add the extra caramel to it. Like this is, this is candy, you know? I mean, in Scandinavia, black licorice is their favorite thing to eat, which is fucking twisted. Um, I think it's worse than black metal in a lot of places. <laughs> I was going to um, say,
1: and black metal's their favorite thing to listen to. Yeah, um, uh, yeah I, I don't know. It, I guess it's like the difference between, like, uh, you know, American and British Cadbury chocolate. Um, right. You know, it, it, it's, uh, you know, th- there's a reason we're the fattest country in the world. Um, huh. But um, I don't know the The. um The Eyinger is, you know, by far the most complex one that we that we tried tonight in terms of, uh, you know, flavors and and everything. Um, But um, ultimately, it just I I ran into a brick wall with it in in terms of enjoyment. Uh, I'm I'm glad that you're enjoying it. Um, And I'm sure that there's plenty of people listening to this that would enjoy it as well. Uh, But if you're not. Uh, a person who kind of enjoys something that almost smacks of licorice a little bit, maybe, maybe give it a pass. You know what it is? It's, it's the lager taste.
0: It's the, the kind of after effect of the, the wheat. Cause that's what I get out of the, um, the, the house lager from, from Jack's Abbey a lot too. Um, is the real strong multi wheat Mm -hmm. piece of it. Right. Um, and I think that's, it's a, it's a taste either you love or you hate. Um, and it's one that I, I dig, but yeah, I, I could see, this is the thing I can see drinking one. I don't know if I could take down, you know, a giant tankard of it.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, we, we know I'm a hot monster. um, So, I mean. Attempting to enjoy something that's going to be, you know, a lot more on the uh, the malty side is, is already kind of an uphill battle for me. Um, so, I mean, you know, a- as always, take everything I say with a grain of salt, uh, because I am not uh, a Cicerone. I am not an expert uh, by any stretch. I'm just a dude who likes to drink beer. And Same. I will tell you what I think of it.
0: Same. <clears throat> um yeah I, I i like this but that's okay we, we mm-hmm. can we can agree to disagree that's part of the fun of the show
1: yep absolutely
0: it, it's not terrible it's not your cup of tea i'm sure we'll drink something in the future possibly two or three things in the future that aren't my cup of tea um
1: yeah so in uh two weeks <laughs> we will be back it, it will be the day before halloween um, which is is fun and festive, and we will be doing uh, some pumpkin ales.
0: Mm, boy, and I'm smiling. Oh boy, I cannot wait
1: for pumpkin <laughs> beers. Munch on that that Yankee candle, man. Do oh, it with fuck. me. Oh fuck. Listen, I, I'm excited to try. I, I, I don't know. We we've got a we've got to talk tomorrow about uh, the ones in particular that we're going to try. I'd really like to try the uh, the K two one because uh, okay. we haven't had them on the show yet.
0: Right, I'm down with that. I seem uh, but- to remember the shipyard one is okay.
1: <laughs> oh no, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna fuck your mouth up. Ew!
0: <laughs> Please don't ever say that again. <laughs>
1: Uh, hey, you should just be happy that I added the up at the end of that. (laughs) (laughs) I heard Um, you
0: noodle it through. I heard it.
1: Yeah. But, uh, you know, as we're kind of winding down, um, I think it's a great opportunity for us to once again, uh, plug our socials, um, at beer reviewed jnl on twitter at beer reviewed journal on instagram um i'm at mckenneth blue he is at dreaded matt uh on twitter mm-hmm. um and, and insta oh and and insta yes this is true um let's see uh check out the other lunch door network podcasts uh we've got shows like anomaly presents and intercon on inter fuck me intercontinental Intercontinental wrestling Wrestling podcast Podcast. um we've got mind of magnus
0: mind of magnus we've got two coming soon we've got um what was the title of that again
1: uh that is ghosts in the graveyard
0: yeah and then we've got mimosas with my besties with aaron murphy from the uh the anomaly presents podcast. I'm looking forward to hearing that one too. The, the, the podcast network is growing by leaps and bounds. It's uh it's super exciting. Uh, it's just nice to have cool voices all together doing fun shit. Absolutely.
1: hundred um, percent. Um, anything else that we want to make sure that people know? Uh, I'll get a, a,
0: a cheap plug for, Anomaly Saturday, uh, this coming Saturday, if you're listening to this on, uh, the 16th on the 17th, October 17th at the silver Lake drive-in we're showing slacks and Halloween. If you're in Rochester or Buffalo or Syracuse, I don't care. Drive on out and check it out. It's going to be
1: a blast. hundred percent. I'm sure it's going to be awesome. And uh, you know, anomaly presents is not just a podcast. It's a film festival. Um, That's and right. as I understand it uh, in November. What are those dates again, Matthew? The 12th through the 15th. Yeah. So, uh, head to, uh, their website, anomaly
0: an film fest.com. Uh, and, check us out. By- we've, we've got the announcement for our movies coming up soon. We've got our first four out, including, uh, the last blockbuster, um, which is a documentary about the very last blockbuster on earth. Um, if you're a beer fan, chances are you've hung out, had a bunch of drinks, and had a pile of uh, blockbuster movies. Uh, so it's it's something that'll hit you right in the nostalgia.
1: 100 I've said 100% like a uh, thousand times. Um, yeah, definitely uh, check them out. So
0: enough cheap plugs, McAneth.
1: Yeah. I guess uh, it's time to close out the old tab and um, – You know, as always, from uh, from Matt Knotts and McKenneth Blue, try everything except Except Roush Roush Beers. I'm an important British actor. This has been a presentation of the Lunchador Podcast Network. We hope you have enjoyed. Cheerio.